Welcome to another episode of the Made of Dreams podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Riley. I'm a singer-songwriter who loves the creative process and talking about it with people who inspire me in the hopes of inspiring you to add a little creativity to your life and maybe find some new music to listen to along the way. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different. There is no interview, there's no musical guest or anything like that. I had a goal to do a solo episode. I even put it on my outro last week so I wouldn't chicken out. And this week, I wanted to talk about self-care and some of the practices that I have picked up along my journey as a mom, as a woman, as a artist, as a business owner, some of the things that I've learned um, kind of the hard way at times about taking care of myself and what self-care really is. So here we go. I wanted to take a bit and talk about my self-care practices, which really just means how I keep myself feeling my best. In the last couple of years, it's become really important for me to take care of my mindset and to check in with whether or not I'm staying in alignment with my goals and priorities, which I'm actually not a huge goal setter. I tend to go with the flow, so it doesn't take much. I'm a big believer of not pushing so hard to make things happen and more allowing, but I don't want there to be no flow, (laughs) to be like a jam. So I feel like for me, this is something that's only really become a part of my daily experience of, you know, something I think about. Well, really during the early pandemic, I wanted to keep a positive attitude and not be so anxious about all the uncertainty. Can we say that word again? (laughs) These uncertain times. But I did have a couple year period after I had my son where I had, um, undiagnosed thyroid issues and I struggled a bit with panic attacks and anxiety. So this kind of stuff got on my radar back then. I was introduced to some breathing exercises and meditations and I even used like I would write affirmations and stuff, but really only situationally. And now I have a whole vault of things to pick from, but I do want to start out by saying, well, if you don't know, I'm a huge Jewel fan. She was kind of the reason I got a guitar and wanted to write songs and be like her. So I'm still plugged into what she's doing. And I recently heard an interview with her where actually she has a whole website called jewelneverbroken.com. You should just check it out. She famously lived in her car and was homeless, but you know, she had a tough life and a curiosity about humanity and like a determination to not end up as a statistic So she created all of these mental exercises for herself to keep herself going and to turn things around when she was dealing with panic and fear and living on the streets. And so she created this website of all the things that she did during that time, which I think, you know, she's worked with mental health experts and doctors and they're like, yeah, no, this is like she was onto something. So it worked out. Anyway, that's a great website to check out jewelneverbroken.com. And I actually kind of did a thing when I was having panic attacks before I knew any of this stuff where I just wanted to stay home and hide. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do the opposite. 
So I would go out to dinner and talk to people and et cetera. It was like, whatever I didn't want to do, I'm like, that's the medicine, what you don't want to do. And I do think that there's something to that. It worked, but I, I mean, I don't know. That was what I did. Anyway, I recently heard Jewel on a podcast talking about this stuff. And she basically said, your self-care practices should actually be making you stronger if they aren't. And you have to have things so specific to deal with your life, then your self-care isn't really working. And it's not like treat yourself (laughs) or that type of thinking. So that was helpful for me because it should be getting me to a point where even if the conditions aren't ideal and I miss it for three days in a row or something, that's okay. So all that said, let's get into it. I want to talk about um, the easy but overlooked self-care things first. So sleep and water, super important. I think everyone knows about those two, but like getting enough sleep and drinking enough water. There's a meme that says uh, water can cure like 99% of your problems, and I I bet that's true. Um, Another thing is sunlight, (laughs) getting sunlight in your day. I like to do that in the form of a 30 minute walk every day. Um, we have a new puppy. We had dogs for like 16 years. And when we lost our last one, I was like, I don't want another dog. We got new carpet. (laughs) I was enjoying, uh, not having to be like, how did this dog hair get in the freezer? You know? Um, but we got a new puppy, Hazel. She's eight months old now. And I walk her every day for 30 minutes minimum, actually 30 to 40. And it's been life-changing for me. Like, I think that I used to think, oh yeah, I worked out three times this week. I I did good. Or like, I would, you know, be so inconsistent. I would like work out really regularly and then be like really inconsistent. But now that I have this puppy, I definitely walk her for at least 30 minutes pretty much every day. And that time outside gets me the sunlight. It gets me moving. It lets me have quiet time and be silent. And I notice, you know, pretty flowers that my neighbors are planting and trees that look cool. I get excited when I see certain birds because I'm that person now. So there's like a whole, a whole lot of things wrapped up into the sunlight. And um, I think that's really important laughter. That's another one. Watching something funny or the best is talking to a friend that makes you laugh. Leaving the house. That's kind of overlooked, but I work from home and some days not leaving the house is goals, but other times you just need to see that there's a world out there. So even running to just grab coffee or take my son to school is enough, seeing that there's an outside world. Another easy self-care thing that doesn't even seem like self-care, maybe this is just adulting and I'm calling it self-care because a lot of times I feel like I live my life like a child, getting ready for your day. When you take the time to look how you like, you show up differently. And I say how you like. (laughs) I'm not saying you have to do hair and makeup. I'm saying that if you wear something that you love, Or if you love having your hair done, do that. If you love having your nails painted, do that. I love wearing rings. So when I'm not working, I have on all the rings. And I love jewelry. Like, that makes me feel good. I love it. Um, But I will say, my grandma used to say, you could go somewhere with a cheap outfit 
and no makeup on, but if your hair's done, you look put together. Or that you could have on the most expensive outfit and full makeup, but if your hair isn't done, you don't look put together. So I'm just saying, get ready for your day. Like, you know how if you've been sick and you're laying around in yoga pants and old t-shirts, not washing your hair, when you get up and shower, like, that's how you know you're feeling better. (laughs) So whatever that looks like for you, you don't have to do it to please other people, but like, get ready, you know? Um, Journal. I guess we're leaving the basic necessities or like the kind of adulting ones into like some of the extra things. Journal. I do something called the Artist Way and it's morning pages. If you've read the book, it's three pages that you write first thing, like stream of consciousness writing that clears the drain and gets all your worries out so you can focus on other things. And sometimes you're, you know, like just writing away on the page and you answer your own problems because you're just working it out. Something about actually writing it rather than typing or just thinking it's like outside of you now. And I think that that's really helpful. So just free form journaling. Um, I'm not super into journal prompts, but that could be helpful if you're someone who's like, I don't know. But with the artist way, they do say the morning pages, you could literally write, I don't know what to write. So I'm just writing this and you could do that. I love meditations. I actually really love guided meditations. I heard it said the other day that meditating, all that meditating is, is being able to hold your own attention. And so I really liked that. You know, you need to sit in a quiet, relaxed place. You can lay down, sit up, all that. Everyone kind of knows about meditating. But I say if you don't love it and you have a hard time relaxing to just find a guided one, There's one called the loving kindness meditation and you can just YouTube it and there's all different kinds of people doing the loving kindness meditation. That's a good one. I really love Lauren Roxborough. Um, Hers are also really rooted into body awareness. So she has you like sometimes stretch and do spine circles before and raise your shoulders up, you know, and then relax them down and take deep breaths. Hers kind of like, she works out some of the the tension in your body and then tells you different things to release and guides you through that physically, which for me is helpful because I feel like I'm that person that's gripping the steering wheel (laughs) as I'm driving or I'm like gripping. I just, I hold a lot of tension physically I feel like there was a point in time when I would like wake up and my hands would be sore because I was like clenching my fists at night. So anyway, I need help there. I also really like to do gua sha, which I took a course on a couple years ago. I'm also a cosmetologist hairstylist. And so I have to keep my license up for that. And, uh, so it was one of the things I did for continuing education was take a class on facial gua sha which is if you've seen all the people on Instagram with like the rollers and the stones, you know, doing all that stuff, you're never going to see me doing that because I I just am not, well, who knows? Never say never. Next week, I'll be showing you how I do my gua sha. Anyway, I love doing that because like I said, I have a lot of physical tension and so I clench my jaw and you, you know, doing that 
ritual one, it releases those facial muscles and relaxes you, softens your appearance. Um, I wish that I could afford Botox and I kind of don't really want it though. Cause tox, Botox, it's toxic. Um, no judgment. Sorry. Anyway, I don't do Botox. So I do gua sha instead. To me, it's almost like I can meditate a bit while I'm doing it. So sometimes when I don't want to do a guided meditation, I just put on really relaxing music and do my gua sha routine. You can find those, like I said, all over Instagram. And um, actually, maybe I'll pop in my commercial right here to tell you about the gua sha stone that I like the best. In my job as a stylist, I took a course on gua sha. What's that? Well, you've probably seen all the people on Instagram using rollers and stones in their skincare. That's based on gua sha, a traditional Chinese medicine practice that has been used for centuries to help people feel better. Wildling was created to support overall well-being with beauty solutions grounded in the connective force of plants, stones, and the cosmos. It was founded by three women, an acupuncturist, herbalist, and holistic esthetician. And let me tell you, the stones really are magic. They're made from sustainable BN stone, which has over 40 minerals known for their healing properties. My favorite gua sha of all time is their Empress Stone, which fits perfectly in your hand and it helps to depuff your face and smooth out those fine lines and wrinkles. It's the perfect Botox alternative. And I always carry their Empress Wand in my bag to help melt away jaw tension or get rid of headaches before they get bad. If you're interested in gua sha and wanna try it out, head over to wildling.com, W-I-L-D, ling.com and use the code ashley10 for 10% off of your order okay sorry that was weird gua sha that's a good one um and there's a couple special things that i've done as self-care practices i really like to go to sound baths when i can if you've never been to one, you should uh, you should check it out. If see if there's one in your area. I go to the Decatur Wellness Collective. Diane Milligan has sound baths once or twice a month, and if I'm in town, I try to make it. It's an extra time to relax, and the sounds she uses these crystal singing bowls and a variety of different things. You can feel the vibrations. It's louder than you think. Like it kind of fills the whole room. And so your body can feel the vibrations and then it's a whole hour. And at one point she goes around and does this drum above you while you're laying there. And it just feels really good. Obviously as a musician, I think of music as medicine, but it really is like the vibrations help you release things and there's studies that I'm not going to get into, but that's, that's one of the special things that I like to do if I can. And I also had the opportunity to attend a breath work seminar, which was magical. I was actually at a singer songwriter conference early spring and there was breath work workshop on there, which I kind of thought was maybe about singing and how to like breathe for singing, which I mean, 
I don't know. I was like, oh, we'll just see what this is like. I've never been to a breathwork workshop. So I went and it was actually you lay down and you breathe in a specific way the whole time. The facilitator had a playlist of music and she also would kind of like talk you through it and really beautifully led the workshop and that was amazing. I cannot stress enough. If you see a breathwork workshop around you, you should go and try it. Like I was like, oh my gosh, should I learn how to do that? <laughs> like that's how I am with anything. I need to stop myself. I want to do everything. It's just part of who I am as a person. But it was so good that I was like, I want to do this every day. And I went to her class twice, once at the songwriter retreat. And then once I drove, um, about 45 minutes to do it again, cause I just wanted to do it again. So those are my favorite self-care practices. And what I love about most of them is that they're super easy and affordable, but they're free. Basically. I think the only things that cost money that I just mentioned were the last two, the classes, if you were to go to a sound bath or if you were to go to a breath work workshop, those would maybe be, you know, like a class fee. But the rest of the stuff is basically maybe adulting. I think I just did an episode on adulting, but I honestly think that sometimes we don't take the best care of ourselves. And the whole thing about being human beings, we have to be sometimes, not do. In this modern day, there's so many distractions and there's so many so many ways to just like numb out and not be where you are. Okay, so self-care literally is taking care of yourself. And, you know, I'm joking whenever I'm saying it's just adulting. But what I think the point that I wanted to make is that it's not something that I do once a month or like self-care Sunday what I try to do with it is as many little things that I can do every day to where I'm just taking care of myself. And so if that's a walk and if that's sunshine, I'm being intentional about doing it so that I feel good. Um, I was listening to a podcast just the other day whenever I was thinking about this. Actually, I had already recorded this episode, so I'm adding this a little bit later and, um, I just was like, oh my gosh, synchronicity. This is like, I feel like I need to add this because it makes more sense than what I was trying to say. <laughs> but I was listening to the Rachel Hollis podcast and the the moms from Good Moms, Bad Decisions were on there. And they said, if you don't take care of yourself now, then the self-care that you end up doing is actually aftercare, like putting a Band-Aid on a problem. And so that's what I don't want. You know, none of us want to do that. If you've ever seen that meme, that's like, if you don't have time from your, for your wellness, you better make time for your illness kind of thing. That's what I have come to learn about self-care is that it's not the, you know, fancy facials and the pedicures. Those are awesome, but they're extra. And it's not just like the easiest, you want to make yourself care 
accessible to you and easy for you to do so that you don't have to schedule something to go do. Like the classes that I love, those are extra. I have regular things that I do every day that make me feel great. And I want to encourage you to do the same if you don't already. And so that's what I was trying to say. I hope that was helpful. And thank you for listening if you've made it this far, because it's been a goal of mine to do a solo episode. I think this might have been my first solo episode that is, you know, more than five minutes. And so I appreciate you tuning in. And next week, I will be back with a special interview with my friend and producer that I've used many times, James Treichler of Wave Upon Wave Studio in Champaign. And we're going to be talking to him about his job in creativity. He's an extraordinary musician, and I can't wait to share that conversation with you. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Made of Dreams. If you're enjoying the show, please consider subscribing and leaving a five-star rating and review. It really does help. If you'd like to learn more about me or the guests on the show, head on over to madeofdreamspodcast.com. And while you're there, sign up for the Dreamer's Digest and you will receive my creative state worksheet. It's a list of my favorite tips and tricks to get you in a creative mindset. So thanks for listening. And I'm going to leave you with a song of mine. It always felt easy back when we were young. I never thought twice, just gave away my love. Now I'm stuck I hold it in I always think too much I wanna start again 